Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for September 8th, 2020. On this day in 1892, the Pledge of Allegiance was first published. Francis Julius Bellamy was born on May 8th of 1855 in Mount Morris, New York. As a young man, he became a Baptist minister and, influenced by the vestiges of the Second Great Awakening, began to travel to promote his faith and help his community. Bellamy's travels brought him to Massachusetts, where he penned the Pledge of Allegiance for a campaign by the Youth's Companion, a patriotic circular and magazine. Bellamy believed in the absolute separation of church and state, and did not include the phrase, under God, in his pledge. And by the way, contrary to popular belief, atheists aren't the only ones to take issue with that line of thought. After all, Buddhists don't conceive of God as a discrete entity, Zoroastrians believe in two deities, and Hindus believe in many. And unless I'm mistaken, religious affiliation is not a qualifying factor for being an American citizen. Anyway, in 1891, Daniel Sharp Ford, the owner of the American children's magazine Youth's Companion, hired Bellamy to work in the magazine's premium department. In 1888, the Youth's Companion had begun a campaign to sell U.S. flags to public schools as a premium to solicit subscriptions. For Upham and Bellamy, the flag promotion was more than merely a business move. Under their influence, the Youth's Companion became a fervent supporter of the schoolhouse flag movement, which aimed to place a flag above every school in the nation. Four years later, by 1892, the magazine had sold U.S. flags to approximately 26,000 schools. By this time, the market was slowing for flags, but was not yet saturated. In 1892, Upham had the idea of using the 400th anniversary of Christopher Columbus reaching the Americas in 1492 to further bolster the schoolhouse flag movement. The magazine called for a national Columbian public school celebration to coincide with the world's Columbian exposition, then scheduled to be held in Chicago, Illinois during 1893. A flag salute was to be part of the official program for the Columbus Day celebration on October 12th to be held in schools all over the U.S. The pledge was published in the September 8th, 1892 issue of the magazine and immediately put to use in the campaign. Bellamy went to speak to a national meeting of school superintendents to promote the celebration. The convention liked the idea and selected a committee of leading educators to implement the program, including the immediate past president of the National Education Association. Bellamy was selected as the chair. Having received the official blessing of educators, Bellamy's committee now had the task of spreading the word across the nation and of designing an official program for schools to follow on the day of national celebration. He structured the program around a flag-raising ceremony and his pledge. The original pledge read as follows. I pledge allegiance to my flag and to a republic for which it stands, one nation, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. 
Bellamy was a Christian socialist who championed the rights of working people and the equal distribution of economic resources, which he believed was inherent in the teachings of Jesus. And in 1891, Bellamy was forced from his Boston pulpit for preaching against the evils of capitalism and eventually stopped attending church altogether after moving to Florida, reportedly because of the racism he witnessed there. To sum it up, Francis's career as a preacher ended because of his tendency to describe Jesus as the socialist he was. Francis Bellamy is also considered an early American democratic socialist and was a leader in the public education movement, the nationalization movement, and the Christian socialist movement. French philosopher Henri de Saint-Simon's New Christianity, which stressed using science to tackle poverty, influenced Bellamy, who saw deprivatization and public education as policy solutions. In 1889, Francis Bellamy served as founding vice president and wrote several articles for the Society of Christian Socialists, a grassroots organization founded in Boston. The newspaper Dawn was run by his cousin Edward and Francis Willard. Francis Bellamy is also known for his writings regarding the Golden Rule, quoting Bible passages that denounced greed and lust for money. Bellamy offered public education classes with topics such as Jesus the Socialist, What is Christian Socialism, and Socialism versus Anarchy. And in 1891, Bellamy was asked to write down his last lecture, which called for a strong government and argued that only the socialist economy could allow both the worker and the owner to practice the golden rule. I learned something new today, and I hope you did too. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.